Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of Mark. Today is episode 988, and we're looking at Mark chapter 13, verses 14 through 23. Let's read our passage. When you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down or go in to get anything out of his house, and a man in the field must not go back to get his coat. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Pray it won't happen in winter. For those days will be days of tribulation, the kind that has not been from the beginning of creation until now, and never will be again. If the Lord had not cut those days short, no one would be saved. But he cut those days short for the sake of the elect whom he chose. Then if anyone sells you, see, here is the Messiah, see there, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. And you must watch. I have told you everything in advance. This is the Gospel of Mark. Mark's giving us this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus. And he began with the Galilean ministry, Jesus traveling through Galilee, teaching and healing. Then a brief Gentile ministry, then the journey to Jerusalem, now they're at Jerusalem for the final week of Jesus' life. Began on Sunday with the triumphal entry. Then Monday had the cleansing of the temple, the chasing out of the people selling and buying. And then Tuesday he came to the temple, was challenged by a variety of people trying to trap him. And then as they're leaving the temple, there was the comment about how impressive the buildings are. And Jesus responds that it will be destroyed. And they ask, when Will these things happen, and what will be the sign of these things happening? Now we're in the Olivet Discourse, where they cross over the Kidron Valley to the Mount of Olives, looking down at Jerusalem. Jesus provides this teaching about the destruction of the temple and the end times. Now we're at chapter 13, verse 14. When you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. Abomination of desolation. This is the language of Daniel. Daniel uses this in Daniel 9.27, 11.31, So what's it mean? Well, abomination is something that's repulsive to God. Desolation is something that would cause God's people to abandon the temple. It's been desolated. So abomination. Abomination of desolation, the, the context is something to, so terrible, repulsive to God, happens at the temple of Jerusalem that causes it to be abandoned by the people. Now, in 167 BC, the emperor of Syria, Antiochus Epiphanes, erected an altar to Zeus in the temple. And that was thought to be the fulfillment of Daniel's prophecy probably really is. But Jesus is obviously talking about something yet to happen, so he's not talking about what happened in 167 BC. And the most obvious thing is he's talking about the destruction of the temple that will occur in 70 AD. The question is, is he talking about something beyond that? So much of this is dual reference. Talking about the destruction of the temple 
That was the question. He says, the temple's going to be destroyed. They say, well, when? And what's that going to look like? So some of this he's talking about, the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. Some of it he's talking about in times. How much either way? There's a lot of debate. So be careful when you're wanting to apply these things because it's not necessarily clear. and Good people disagree on what applies which way here. Remember, he's talking about both the destruction of the temple and the end times in this Olivet Discourse. But the challenge in here is when this happens, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. Well, the Christians did flee, most of them, to Perea, a mountainous area, when Jerusalem was being besieged by the Romans when this war went on from 66 to 70 AD. But for the final judgment, the end times, there will be no fleeing. It's not like you're going to run from God's judgment on the world. Does this really apply to end times? Because there's no way to flee from it. But yet, the common itself, when you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, the verb standing would normally be a neuter, a verb without gender attached to it, but it's in the masculine gender. So you could almost translate that as standing where he should not be. Does that mean it would apply to a person and not just a thing? So is this a reference to the coming Antichrist? Some say yes, others say no. It's just the way it happened to be recorded here. The comment, let the reader understand. This is a comment by Mark, not necessarily a quote from Jesus. So Mark's saying, you understand he's referring to the things that Daniel was talking about here. So you've got to be careful through all this, because sometimes it's not necessarily clear which way he's pointing. Verse 15, a man on the housetop must not come down or go in to get anything of his house, and a man in the field must not go back to get his coat. Well, the point here is the urgency of the call to flee. Now, does he mean that literally you can't pick up your coat to run, to flee to the mountains? That's not the point. The point here is this is urgent. No delay. When this thing's happening, you got to get out of town. you got to flee. And then verse 17, Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. As for people pregnant, nursing, this, this could be a difficult time to travel. And pray it won't happen in winter, verse 18. Winter, travel is difficult. It's cold. It's nasty. There's not a lot of protection from the elements, and there's light will be flooding in the various wadis. So all this seems to apply to the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. Then it seems like there's a shift at verse 19 to the end times. Verse 19, for those will be days of tribulation, the kind that hasn't been found from the beginning of creation until now and never will be again. Now that is the language of Daniel 12.1, but this seems to be more than just the destruction of Jerusalem, because there's been things like that before, and there will be things like that again. So just that there had not been anything like this ever before, would imply we're not really talking about the destruction of Jerusalem here. We're talking about final judgment of the world. Verse 20, the Lord had not cut these days short. No one would be saved. 
but he cut those days short for the sake of the elect whom he chose. What does that mean? Well, he doesn't define it. It's hard to say. So is this referring to the final tribulation and basically saying a good thing is not going to last any longer than it does? I can go along with that interpretation. Verse 21, Then if anyone tells you, See, here is the Messiah. See, there, do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. This goes along with the theme throughout here. Look out. Be careful. Don't be deceived. Somebody pops up claiming to be a messiah, claiming to be a prophet. Don't believe it. Don't be deceived. And then lead astray, if possible, the elect. The implication there is, well, it's not possible if you're close to God. That God will guard, God will guide his people. That's where discernment is called for. We often see people being led astray by people claiming things that aren't true. And so we've got to be careful. We've got to be always in the word of God. We've got to be close to the Holy Spirit. And we need to depend on each other, not to follow the crowd, but listen to wise counsel. Verse 23, and you must watch. I have told you everything in advance. Again, this challenge to be careful, be alert, don't be deceived, watch out. It says, I've told you everything in advance. This everything, that's the same word that was used in verse 4 with the question, when will these things happen? What will be the sign? So some want to say, that's a clue that this is answering the question of verse 4. When are these things going to happen? What's going to be the sign of these things happening? And so it's answering the question, and the question was really about the destruction of the temple. But, it's clear through here, he's answering that to a certain extent, but with a deeper meaning. Of, yes, you got the destruction of the temple in 70 AD, but then you also have the final judgment, the end times. And back to the point of his discussion here. It's not to give a timeline. It's to give a warning. There are going to be terrible things happen. There are going to be tough times. There's going to be persecution. There's going to be deception. So be careful, beware, and depend on God to get through these tough times. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of Mark.